What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of The Breaks Radio. I am one of your hosts, CEO Hayes, and we are joined by Miss Mary Almonte coming out of Staten Island. What's going on, lady? Hey, guys. And uh, BTG himself, Baylor the Great. What's going on? Yo, yo, yo. And checking in, Mr. Marquis himself. What's going on, bro? Um, Certainly not power. Sorry about that. Not this week. My bad. It's going to happen, though. I promise you. You missed a good episode. That's all I can say. We'll talk about it. I, though. I, I, yes. I missed a lot of good episodes. Yeah, all of them. I mean, technically. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> for all you know, you could be the secret of life could have been released on power. You wouldn't even know it right now, bro. You're not getting your superpowers on the 21st because you don't watch power. <laughs> Actually, I do think that watching power should be a prerequisite to getting those superpowers. Definitely. It's kind of like Biden would say, if you don't watch Power, you ain't black. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Welcome to the Breaks Radio. Let's get into the shits this week. So the first topic that we got coming um, from Lizzo. Lizzo, who's somebody we, we talked about before about her uh, people coming down to her about her body. She's also displayed before when she reaches some type of backlash, she just checks the fuck out, which I understand it in this case, but she released some pictures. She's actually doing a, what, a 10-day juice cleanse or something. She's lost considerable amount of weight. And this is what I don't understand about social media. So she got, she got backlash for showing her body when she was showing her ass all the time. Then she decides to lose weight and post her results from that. And people are now coming at her about that like what do you guys think about this lizzo can't catch a bird i mean i think you just said it it's pretty terrible um i'm just very happy she's not posting any more naked flicks because that was not something i wanted to see um <laughs> but i mean this is honestly not for nothing and i think most women and most people now i mean everyone kind of probably did a little covid quarantine 15 or whatever it is they're calling it the little covid induced weight gain um i think everyone's trying to find ways to like you know drop some pounds right about now so what's the problem and it's not like she went and got plastic surgery which we talk about often on this show so i think she should be applauded right now people just probably love to hate her yeah you got a good point there uh i think and maybe some of that's brought out about herself but at the same time it's like let this woman live baylor what do you think I mean, she's got to learn how to ignore people. It's really refreshing when you do it. Um, I don't know, man. I don't really care what these people be thinking about these goddamn people that don't care about us. I don't understand it. Well, you know, hopefully she lose whatever her weight goal is. She get there, keep making some good music. And, you know, I don't mind it. It's, 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 I think the backlash comes from... She, if you're doing this shit like on purpose though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it just didn't seem authentic at first when she was, you know, walking through the Staples Center with her cheeks out and shit like that. But, you know, just, I don't know. Lose the weight, feel great. Buy a shirt for me, Lizzo. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Fair enough. Fair enough. Marquise. Are we, I mean, are we allowed to not change our mind? Even if she wanted to like, you know what? I'm going to lose weight. First off, isn't it unhealthy to be as heavy, especially with COVID, if you have breathing issues, you know what I mean? Like, 
Let's not knock that. If she wants to slim down, even if it wasn't for the bad shit she ate, she was saying she ate a lot of fried food and all this other stuff, mm-hmm. you know, why she gained weight and she wanted to cleanse and everything. But even if it wasn't if she, that she wanted to cleanse, but she wanted to lose weight. She wanted to be a little more athletic. What's wrong with that? I think people just need a reason to complain. Her, her, core, her core audience, I guess they felt she owed them something because you made it as a big girl. You're supposed to be representing big girls, and now you don't want to be a big girl anymore. You know, that's, come on. Yeah, but how, but how, you being, how you being influenced by all the other shit, but don't get influenced by weight loss? Y'all niggas just Again, same way people are influenced by Trump. Belief is the death of reason. Shit. Well, greater words have not been spoken. I think that just said it all on this one. Um, yeah, l- leave that woman alone. That's all I can say. I mean, I was tired of seeing Lizzo's ass, too. But at this point, like, let that woman do what she needs to do. She's apparently, like, deleted everything, and she's gotten off Twitter again, like... Sometimes that's just the best. Like, fuck the fuck them people. That's all I got to say about that. All right, let's move into the next one. This one's a little bit better of a topic. Uh, so uh, there was a Dipset reunion at Madison Square Garden uh, working with the brand Kith. And I, listen, I'm not going to lie. It was it just something felt different about seeing them in Madison Square Garden like that to me. And I think it's it speaks to, like, the legacy of Dipset. Like, when you talk about groups who were hot at that time how, how many of them are we really talking about the locks they come and go nobody gives a fuck about gene unit anymore um and dipset is really the one that has stayed around and i think like this was like a culmination of that at least I, maybe i'm looking too far into marquise what do you think i thought it was dope i thought the vibe was dope i love the fact that it didn't have an actual beat it was like this eerie sound that just culminated and they were like everybody spit and it was more about that that feeling of um, you know, being a Knicks fan, um, growing up watching the Knicks and Cam talking about, you know, balling himself. Um, it was interesting, um, especially because Kith brought that together. I swear to God, it sounds like something Mike Tyson came up with. Um, <laughs> but it, it was it was interesting. And I, I always have these conversations. It's one of those, you know, they kind of stole the culture, made money off of it. And now let's hire some black people argument. But from a positive, like I said, yeah, you're right. It's good to see Dipset. It's good to see the the artists that we did appreciate from the 90s 2000s that that new school so i thought it was dope Joel's had all his teeth again like it really felt like it really felt good to see baylor what do you think uh i didn't get i didn't get to see it at all maybe because it was the knicks and you know the knicks being the knicks oh shit but shout out to the marketing team though you know what i mean yeah they got it right this time they 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 read the room all right mary that's the only thing they got right no, they drafted Obi Toppin. Obi Toppin's gonna be a beast, bro. Obi Toppin. No, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying that was that was cool. They still didn't get it right though. Mary, go ahead. Um, for me, it's always refreshing to see Dipset. They are like the best worst group of rappers for me ever. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah, I mean, listen, it, it's I I've had this debate a lot. Um, over the years for me, you know, it was a pivotal time in my life. They kind of came on the scene in high school for me. So, you know, things kind of hit different when you're in high school and, you know, the memory of it's more poignant. And for me being in New York in, in the boroughs in, you know, during that time period, it was a culture, they were a culture shifter. Like they changed the way we dressed, the way we spoke, like it was, they were pretty pivotal. So for me, I will always have a, even though 
their lyrical abilities <laughs> are abysmal. Um, you know, th- that debut, uh, that Diplomat album was definitely a classic for me. So it I was mean, good to see them. Yeah, just, no, and like I, you said, not looking too crackheadish. It was pretty, it was cool. So. Listen, anytime Jewel's, you know it's real when Jewel's puts his dentures in. Like you get, you you know it's it's something epic and it's big. Shout out to Jewel's, man. Camel Mace. Lyrically, yeah. Mace. I, I, if I'm going, if I want a, if I want a complete album with production, I might just go. I'm go. I'm going with Killer. If you want to complete. That's yeah, different. album yeah. killer. Me too. And swag. Yeah, 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 yeah everything. Yeah. We, Outside of the album, we, I don't need we can't. We can. We cannot skip without acknowledging that the fact that Mace came back with an amazing diss track on Cam out of nowhere. That, that you you that shit was fucking Mace. Like <laughs> the fact that he in two, in the two thousands dropped a diss track that nobody could do any. Like Cam's response was fucking garbage. Like so, yeah. Hey, you can have this. If Mace had Cam's production, and if he had if he had Cam's energy, if he had Cam's energy and Cam's production, Mace would have been way bigger than what Cam was able to do with the same thing. Okay, fair enough. it's it's not just it's not just the like the production does help, especially with you know general audiences. But Cam's swag got him in places that he had no business being. No, I got a Mason jar. What a Mason jar. With that mason jar, mason jar. I'm just saying. Okay. I mean, sure. you did, and you know, you That's make fun, you like. make fun of the Little Wayne lasagna line. Cam had some questionable lines too. That if oh, you I go agree back, with you. you just I 100 like, agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> you really holding on to that three weeks I, later. <laughs> listen, you 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 cut me deep, bro. Like that. <laughs> My bad. Yo, oh, it was man. real. He was like, "Fuck y'all, yeah, man." Listen, <laughs> I'm still recovering. <laughs> I was listening to my Wayne playlist today, and I was like, "You know what? I can't even listen to this shit because if that line comes up, I'm done. I'm, I'm done." <laughs> All right, moving on. We were supposed to be talking about an epic versus today. That versus did not happen. It actually got canceled. Ashanti Kishiko was supposed to go down. Apparently. Uh, Shanti contracted uh, COVID and found out that day. Uh, they then were apparently trying to figure out if they can work something from her home. It didn't happen. Um, what do you guys think? Were you guys ready? Uh, Mary, did you have on your Tims and your outfit ready for this? Yeah, I bust out the baby fat, all that. <laughs> and, and nada. Um, and I just want everyone to know, all of our listeners, that my co-host left me to suffer in pain. I was like in our group chat giving play-by-play updates to y'all and no response. I was like, oh, I guess nobody else cares that this thing got canceled. But anyway, um, yeah, I was hella disappointed. Like, that was my Saturday night plans, bruh. I was a part of a Zoom full of my college (laughs) friends so we could relive our college years with that. And, yep, it was canceled. (laughs) And I mean, it was weird. So here's the thing. And we've talked about this before. The beauty of Versus in the beginning was like that it was just, it was unfiltered and it was kind of happening in real time. So there were technical difficulties and you were seeing, you know, middle-aged dudes trying to figure out how to use 
Instagram and <laughs> use audio equipment in their house and kind of talk through it in real time. Um, what I did think was dope is that Ashanti and Keisha did go uh, live on Instagram together to kind of make the announcement, but and they're not even that old, and even they, both of them couldn't figure out how to go live together. <laughs> so that was pretty interesting to watch in the beginning. Um, and then basically Ashanti was like, I'm ready, I'll do it now. Like she really was still trying to hold on to the possibility. And then you'd see like Swiss and Tim in the comments like, no, we're gonna make a new date, don't worry. Like, it, it, we'll be cheating the fans. And then all the fans are like, you wouldn't be cheating us. <laughs> we're all ready now too. Like, it was. <laughs> It was very awkward, but great at the same time. It was entertaining, but not as entertaining as the damn Versus would have been. So now we have to wait till January 9th, and then they gave us this goddamn... I mean, I know you're probably hyped, Baylor, about our replacement Versus, it seems, the last Versus of 2020. I don't but know why. <laughs> I know. Cause, I, mean, I don't know why, but it's going to be a good way. It's a good replacement. Eh. I, can yeah. tell you, I, can I can tell you this. I, I'll probably remember yeah. that one. I probably remember that one before I, you know, because I, I actually did forget about Ashanti and Keisha Cole until <laughs> until Ashanti uh, actually came on and said it's canceled. I was like, damn, so I'm not going to get to see that outfit. But I've I seen a lot of people uh, complain about um, the canceled the cancel show. Because they thought that she was uh, ducking her. And I'm like, I don't know. I still don't know if Keisha Cole has 20 tracks. I still don't know. I, I can honestly can't. I, don't, I can't bring up 10. Honestly, and I was around a gang of women I was listening to that. I don't want to call it bullshit, but they was around when I when when I was around them. That's all they played with their little baby fat uh, jacket. But um, I mean, I'm still going. I'm still going to tune into it. I definitely was going to tune into it. I just I, I ain't gonna lie. I honestly, forgot all about it. Then when they came up with the replacement, I was like, uh, somebody even hit me up. Was like Baylor. They was like, uh, is Versus still dead to you? I was like, that shit been dead. But they're trying. They're trying to give us some some nostalgia acts, and I get it. But that shit's still dead. I mean, shout out to E-40 and, and Too Short. That shit, it's going to be a lot of dancing going on. Uh, but uh, it's a good replacement for right now. Okay. Okay, Marquis. I think everything was said. Um, I'm good. I don't think Versus is dead. I do believe that Chris Brown Usher would be dope. Um, I think we discussed this before. I thought a uh, baby face Brian, Brian McKnight would have been dope. Um, and to top it off, it got to be a Jay Nas. It won't happen because of the egos, but those would be dope. I, I I really think going into 2021, well, in 2021, it's going to be more big names than what we're expecting to be on Versus. I think they've now proven the brand. Uh, when you look at like a T.I. who was willing to do it with Jeezy, Game keeps talking about doing – hell, 50's even mentioned it before. Like, if you start getting names like that, it's just going to draw in bigger and bigger. It's, it's more, more – the more that this thing grows, the bigger names you're going to attract. And I really think if we – if it keeps growing like it did at this rate um, this year in 2021, I, I don't see a, a, it being out of the possibility anymore that Jay agrees to do it. I, the only way I think that will happen is if – Jay found a way to get on his platform first. I was just going to say, yeah. Jay will do things that are not, that he doesn't own. That's true. <laughs> so, but what I will say, though, is that Ashanti had definitely reached pop star status. Maybe Keisha still is in the R&B category only. But honestly, I feel like this one had the most hype. Like, and it was generational. I mean, 
like people's mothers were hype about it. And then my daughter and her generation were like actually planning to watch it. And I have to say, none of the other ones got the younger youngins excited before. Mm. So I kind of felt like this was, you know, going to be epic. It probably would have had some crazy numbers. Well, let's not cater to the youngest too much because if they start bringing <laughs> 21 Savage and people on it, I'm done. That's when it's dead for me. Well, Maybe they just that- got to go to Clubhouse for him, but <laughs> he on there all day. <laughs> I mean, I'm just, apparently. I'm just excited to see how slick the baby hair is for both of these artists when they once they do get it because, boy, they got some. they're going to have some slack on that. Thing, but uh, as far as <laughs> as far as too short and E forty, um, I just think this. I think it's going to be a good way to end the year. I think it's going to be chill. It's going to be a vibe hearing them talk. It's going to be some fun. Uh, the music is going to be cool. So you know, it, it it may be a good way to end the year. So the fact that you say it may be a good way to end the year, there's no confidence behind that. We know <laughs> nobody's going to watch this. No, people will watch it, but uh, you know, people of a certain age and primarily yeah. West Coast. <laughs> Yeah. Like you can't nobody under thirty no. would really be hyped for this. So Well there you have it. That's it. Uh that is the first ha- well, first part of uh the Burks Radio. We're gonna go into our first commercial break. When we come back, we have two new albums to review. We'll be right back after this. This is Ms. One Hundred. And this is Lady T. And we are the, the Hood, Hood Geniuses, Geniuses Podcast. Podcast. Every Monday we are releasing an episode, so make sure y'all stay tuned. And you can follow us on Twitter at Hood Geniuses Pod, on Facebook, Hood Geniuses Podcast, and on IG, Hood Geniuses Pod. And make sure y'all subscribe to our YouTube page so y'all can see us live and in the flesh. Yeah, and uh, we don't need Lady T to knuck and buck for y'all to start <laughs> listening to us, you know what I'm saying? So don't make Lady T knuck and buck. Hey, listen, I mean, eventually, you know what I'm saying, Lady T is getting up in age, so it may be, I may be in my wheelchair on my cane, I don't know. But I will get to you. <laughs> yeah, so make sure y'all do that. Hit that subscribe button, follow, and y'all can email us at hoodgeniuses.com pod at gmail.com thank you all right we're back from break uh we have two albums to review this week the first one we're going to jump into is the newcomer the rookie jack harlow's debut album that's what they all say who wants to take this one first i liked it okay that's fair (laughs) um i thought it was solid it was what i was looking for from him um that rendezvous joint the production is is wicked on that um, they took one of my favorite John Legend songs and I felt like I actually did it justice. And normally I get mad when when my favorites get sampled. Um, yeah, I I mean, I feel like it was solid. It was actually something that um, I added some joints to my playlist. So fair enough. Fair enough. Baylor, this was your boy. You know, put, you put me on Jack Harlow. What do you think about that? Well, like I said on Twitter, I don't know if I added him or not. I said, if this shit flop, boy, your time is going to be very thin. My Caucasian brothers, we all ain't got much of a chance in these streets these days. So it sounded just like how I thought it was going to sound. It's very mellow. Uh, it's, it's definitely for the youngsters. It's for the cool youngsters. And it was solid. You know what I mean? I, 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 to be greedy, I wanted something else. But that's like he's in a different age bracket. So. I expect um, I expected that. So, you know, I think he hit a home run with it because I've seen nothing but good reviews from him from other people on the, on the timeline and shit like that in the group chat. Niggas was giving it thumbs up. So, kudos to him. Keep lining up the tablet. Okay. 
no doubt. Um, I thought it was a good attempt. Um, he, uh, he he has skill. He has skill for this era um, compared to his contemporaries. Um, production was production was dope. I got to give it to him on the production tip. Um, I'm not into the the mix or the forced R&B um, fusion of hip hop. I'm really that turns me off. But the tracks that he actually had a canvas and he painted on that canvas when it was more stripped away beat and then he kind of added his flow to it and it switched it up. I appreciated that. So he does have a knack for um, flow. He has some skill. And again, I think he's holding back. So I hope his second album, he lets it, he, he earned respect already. So I hope the second attempt is a lot more of who you really are and, and show a little bit more power. You know what I mean? So I think he has potential, a lot of potential based on, what we're listening to now and if you put him against 21 savage or let him do something against little was slim what is it slim thug who, who doesn't believe in andre 3000 what was his name again which one was it young thug young thug okay <laughs> um yeah so i think he would be um part of the next generation i think he would pass so if we were ever to go from we're tired of hit, listening to rap that just has no content he could move the needle forward so so I, I I really did enjoy this album. It's like a it's my first pro- full project of his to listen to. Um, I think his technical rapping skill is point. We can all agree that he has he has skill as far as emceeing and rapping. Um, some of the stuff did feel like it was too for- forced to probably be a single or a commercial hit. And I I really feel like if you strip away some of the four songs on it and just leave some of the core hip hop on it. It'll be, it would have been a better listen for me, but I know that's just me. But, uh, you know, this is one of those times where I guess it's like, okay, I want something for a rapper, right? Because I think he has the skill, but if this is the music he ultimately wants to create, then create that. Because the response to it, other than me being a hip-hop head, has been really, really positive. People really seem to like this album. Um, it's just parts of it aren't for me, but I still enjoy him as an artist. So, sure. I agree. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing more from him. And that's rare for me, especially with the artists nowadays. So, especially when you started this off saying I thought it was a good attempt, I'm like, oh shit, he's gonna rip this shit ass, a new asshole. But seems like I'm like you. I'm 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 from that era where we want to strip away and hear the actual raw talent yeah. of an MC when it comes to lyrics, bars, delivery, and you always have to throw something in for the ladies. You got to add those choruses, the corny. Stuff. I get that. So I'm I'm the same way like like you. I don't I'm not into that. Um, but I do like that raw skill and I hear it. I know it's there. And that's what I'm saying. I, I want to hear his, his, you know, I'm, I'm open to listening to more music from him, but I want to see that. I want to, I want him to evolve. If it's another project like this, I'm done. You know what I mean? Yeah. I can't hear the same thing. Yeah. So we talked about before that white rappers basically get one try, right? Do you, was this enough of his first attempt where people, the the mass audience are gonna, are gonna stay behind him to give him a chance for another album. I think so. He, he, I think he so. was never he was never just like the other white rappers. He because he been with us. He was with us before he had an album. Well, like, I also he, don't think he, white rappers get one try anymore. I don't. Okay. I think that the younger generation, it's hip hop isn't a black thing for them. Okay, that's that's a fair yeah. That's the first thing. Our, I agree yes, with. our generation for sure, <laughs> but. The kids, it's like they didn't grow up with hip hop being what it was for us. So, fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Anything left on this one before we move into the next album? 
I'll give it three and a half. Three and a half? Three and a half out of five? Yeah. Three and a half out of yeah. five? Mary? Yeah. I guess that's, I go that's with about that, too. Three, three and a half. But yeah. Baylor, what you giving it? Uh, I'm going to give him a four. Oh. He, had a black leg. he had a black leg on his album cover, so I roll up with him. <laughs> he didn't have any Asians in the basement? I got you. <laughs> More Asian yeah. women left over for Baylor. That's all it is. Um... <laughs> You know how you are when you eat Asian food. You're always hungry for more. <laughs> I just can't. Moving on. Next album, Kid Cudi, Man on the Moon 3, The Chosen. Who wants to take this one away first? Nothing to talk about there. I just can't. <laughs> next, next topic, let's go to commercial break. It was what depressing, the f- bro. What? And it sucks because we literally just got done talking about the fact that Kid Cudi... Always like he was. It seems like sometimes he's on the borderline of being a genius, and it's like he just he heard that and was like, "Oh, borderline? Fuck that! I don't want to be on the borderline. Let's go all the way down. Let's go all the way down." This album was garbage. Sounded, it sounded like a Travis Scott album instead of his. It sounded it like, like a Travis. It sounded like a Travis Scott album without sugar in it. <laughs> and then, and then I I found it highly disres- disrespectful the track where he tried to sound like Pop Smoke. That shit was just disgusting to me. Well, I was happy to hear pop. That yeah, was, I was you know, happy, the only yeah, bright side of, of that album. But yeah, it was like he was playing around with too many flows. And you know what's really sad and ironic? He was probably one of the first artists to really introduce the sing-songy rap, you know, style. And then it seems like they mastered, the people who came after him, i.e. Travis Scott, mastered it. And then now he's sounding like them instead of him sounding like him sounding like them, if that makes sense. And that, I agree, because it's like he doesn't have an identity. It's all, he's always playing it safe, and he just doesn't want to – he's afraid of that. I think the people around him maybe are just um, – it's a lot of pressure. You know, Kanye and the rest of them, there's a lot of pressure to be genius. I don't know what it is, but he just never lives up to that, that, that potential, and he plays it safe. Now, it's not even safe. It's almost corny. You know what I mean? Mm, I – I don't. I, I, honestly, I wonder if he knows who he is. As comfortable as it may sound, is he really comfortable in his own his own skin? Because I don't. I don't hear like okay. Um, who are we talking about? Um, oh my guy, Igor. Um, Tyler the Creator. Yeah. He's comfortable in his skin. Like he does what the fuck he wants to. Even if it's bad, it's still gonna be his. Kid Cudi just. It, you don't know. You just know it's just gonna be. Nah, skip, skip. I feel like Shannon Sharp. Skip, skip, skip. You see what I'm saying? This album it was dark. This, it was dark. This album it put me back in the me. mindset of when, of when people first discovered Fruity Loops. Why? Because it just it sounded like <laughs> it. it, it, it I'm like, Fruity Loops make me happy. No, 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 no. Not Fruit Loops the cereal. Fruity Loops the production program. The production program. Okay. I could see that, too. Because it it felt like somebody playing around with... They they got a new toy, and they're trying to see everything that they could do with it. And that's what it felt like. It's like Mm. he tried so many different things to see what was going to stick with the wall. 18 tracks, and don't nothing stick? That's bad. Oh, my God. Yes. And it was just long. God <laughs> damn. In a, in a day and era where people are getting it done with 10 and 11 tracks, you got 18 tracks, and all of them are skippable. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Bailey kind of quiet over here. You got anything left to say on this? Oh, 
<laughs> quiet for a reason. <laughs> I, I said just, what I said. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck he was thinking with this. Like, I just really don't like. Hey, whatever. I mean, well, I Who's mean, well, maybe, studio? maybe he had, um, maybe he had some throwaway tracks or whatever. From and this, yeah, I, don't, I mean, if, I mean, if even, this, even if he, if there were throwaway tracks from this album, I would. I hope they never make the light of day. I mean, unless he's still in the contract <laughs> and he had to get an album out of the way, but I don't care if he's not comfortable with himself. Because you could be, that could be your identity is that you're not comfortable with yourself. And but it, what's, but it what's shows your, in the music. I don't care about that as long as you can make it though. I'm not. I'm not. Here, I'm not. I'm not here to actually judge what's going on in the inside because that's not. That's not for us. But okay. if you can structure a song using that, then it's cool. The problem is he can't do that. So I don't care if he's comfortable with himself or not. How are you gonna make it sound? Because there's a lot of people that can relate to you. You do have a fan base, sir. You know what I'm saying? And uh, apparently his fan base can relate to that. The problem is he wants everybody outside of his fan base to relate to that, and we can't. Because it doesn't sound good. And I'm so, not taking away from that. I'm not taking away from his identity. All I'm saying is, and you might be right, if this is his core, this album was for his core audience, fine, which you delivered 18 tracks of straight hot shit. Who is in the studio with him like, yo, that's hot. Travis Scott. Songs, like, that's hot. <laughs> that's oh, who's shit. there. It's probably, it's probably, and you can't it's call this album yes, chosen. Travis Scott's like, it's lit. <laughs> in the background. His own shit, right? Yeah, Travis Scott would probably be on auto reply. <laughs> it's lit. <laughs> That's on your grave. That is lit. Be loud in the motherfucking too. And, and it echo. This shit, <laughs> so th- I think this is the worst album we've had to review on this podcast. I'm not saying it's the worst of the year because I didn't listen to everything this year. But the, out of what we reviewed this year, this has got to be by far the worst. You talking about? Well, if it's not. Of this year, then you talking about of what of all time? No, I'm saying no, I'm saying just that we reviewed. I said I can't say it's the worst album released this year because I haven't listened to every album this year. I'm just saying based off what we have reviewed on this podcast so far this year, it's the absolute worst. I I, I wouldn't say that. I can't think of no album right now, but I damn sure remember us passing out a lot of fucking trash bags at one point. You're right. At the beginning of the year, we did pass out a lot of trash bags. I just got to remember those albums, which is, which speaks to those albums, because I don't even remember them. Well, let's forget about this album. <laughs> let's move on to talking about the next topic. Uh, the next thing that we got, uh, we talked about it before. We speculated. We talked about the possibility of who we would want to see recast. Well, it's official. T'Challa will not be recast. Uh, they made, uh, at Disney's investor meeting, they made a lot of announcements, but, but that was one of the things that they uh, did point out, that it's not going to be recast, and that it's more so going to focus on the cast of characters that we that we met in the last movie was the way that it was described, which is kind of weird. What do you guys think about officially? No more T'Challa and Black Panther. With Marvel, though, you gotta you gotta be you gotta you gotta know that they're gonna come with some type of surprise or two. <clears throat> so I want to see if they're gonna play around with the CGI a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Just I mean, just for a split second or two. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm here for it. I'm still gonna watch it. I just want to see how it's gonna go. They know what we want. They listening. They in the hey. They in the clubhouse. <laughs> <laughs> then you gonna have a bunch of niggas on the set. Yeah, I mean, and stay the, in the clubhouse. The thing, black masks. Oh god. <laughs> 
the good thing is, is that I mean in story, right? And this is something we we've talked about, like Sherry might possibly becoming the Black Panther, which I just don't think is gonna happen. They haven't showed her to be a warrior. But you gotta think in story in in the Marvel universe, he was gone for five years. Wakanda probably has had a new king at that point. So they very easily can cast somebody and say this was the king while while T'Challa was gone. And that's how you, that's how they have the mantle of Black Panther. But Marvel usually sets the stage for that to happen. There's always something in between in somebody else's movie for that stage to be set for that mm-hmm. person. So it's not going to be like a bow. Yeah, true. Well, that's true, but they never had the chance to do that because they didn't know this was going to happen. Yeah. That's why I don't think it's going to go over well if they do if they just bring us a surprise like that. Unless they, like I said, with Black Panther and Captain America, they did a really good job of bringing him to light. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I'll tell you what though, Marvel better set their game up because DC sure is. Oh, Marvel definitely is. Have you seen the shows that are coming? Yeah, I'm about to say they're <laughs> stepping their game way up. Marvel's ready. Okay, yeah. we'll see. They We're good yeah. on oh, yeah. this side. Hey, yeah. hey if, D- if DC didn't have Joker, I mean, you got to think Harley Quinn was a fucking flop, and that hurt. And that hurts that me. That did, that that disappointed me. No, it was it was a flop because the movie was trash. The Harley Quinn movie. The Harley Quinn movie was trash. Yeah, Suicide Squad was trash. The, Suicide I'd rather Squad watch Suicide Squad, Squad Su- than Harley Quinn. Suicide Squad had potential. Yeah, it's just it. DC Will made Smith. it. That's all. This is Will Smith. No, DC. I mean, it's not listen, home runs for me. I mean, Wonder Woman, okay. great. Aquaman was cool for what it was. Uh, Wonder I Woman, nineteen eighty four. I think is going to be really good. Suicide. Oh they they wasted so much money on Aquaman. Like, yo, DC has the one element that Marvel cannot touch, and they still and they only got it right with Joker is that you can go dark in the DC universe. They made it, and they, ju- and they just. Oh my god! I mean, see, but that's the thing: making things just to be dark, just to be different. Like it has to fit the characters. An Aquaman movie. That Aquaman movie was as dark as it needed to be. The fact that they even were able to get a competent character out of that comic book, out of what he is in the comics, is hats off. Seriously, like seriously, that, that was yeah. But I mean, oh. what they're doing, what it sounds like they're going to be doing with the Flash movie, uh, to kind of reset that universe, all makes sense. I like that they're bringing Michael Keaton back. I'm like that that they're bringing a lot of different Batman back. Like I like that. But uh, these niggas is going to the Hall of Fame cabinet. No, bro. But as far as like the, they they they're not going to touch what Marvel does. They're just not okay. right now. Okay. DC will always DC will always be the Clippers. And at, what is at, that? Every at this now point, and then they'll have a dope squad. At this point, Marvel can sneeze and and get a billion dollar movie. I mean, the not even the movie, the shows. Oh yeah, the show about to come yeah. out on Disney. At, like they dropped point, it all last week, and it was like, oh my god. At this point, we're waiting for DC to give us something. Okay. So I don't think I don't think is uh, Marvel needs to watch out. No, them niggas need to catch up. Okay. The th- the thing that okay. DC does have between the Flash movie resetting and the Z- and the Snyder version of Justice League that's four hours and going to be a fucking miniseries. If those two things both hit and kind of reset to cleanse the palate of what and the Justice League movie wasn't that bad to me. I understand why it didn't do as good, but I, I just it's they got too far to try to catch up to Marvel. So, okay. So this is what I'm saying. If they stay down the path of what they did with Watchmen, Joker, and they, they create that real element to it, then the trajectory looks really good. But they did for women as far as um, um, Wonder Woman, the director and everything. You know what I'm saying? Like that direction where they're tying into real world shit, the whole psychological aspect of Joker, they're tying uh-huh. in real world shit. And I think that's the direction 
that people appreciate. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm talking. That's what I'm talking about. Then, then they'll only be ten years behind. <laughs> let's go next time. Man, let's get back. Uh, we, well, we got we completely <laughs> deferred uh, as far as like T'Challa and Marquis to to talk about your point. There is that Marvel usually has something in between between before we get there. Uh, of course, by the end of this next Black Panther movie, we're gonna know who's gonna be our Black Panther going forth the next 10 years or whatever. That That's what this is to establish. I don't think it's going to be Shuri. I don't think it's going to be M'Baku. Especially after that, yeah. Yeah, so I, I, I what they do is going to be, they're going to get, get because people are going to want to see what they do to honor T'Challa and Chadwick. The movie's going to do huge. They have an opportunity to build another star here. It's just how they're going to do it in story is the only thing left to be said. So we'll see. It's for sure going to be emotional. That's for oh, sure. Bro. Like, if there's a tribute to 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 him, well, there's definitely going to be a tribute to him before the movie starts. But how they, what they do for T'Challa in the movie, listen, I'm I ain't going to be ashamed to say if I cry when we come back and review it, I'm probably going to say I cried during the movie. Oh, for sure, going to cry. But Batman, we gonna hold a moment of silence. Batman is not a superhero. Who said that? I mean, Who he's not that? a superhero. He's the detective. Oh, that he's the world's greatest detective. He is? Yeah. Man, shout out to Scooby Doo. Oh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but I see you, Scooby. We gotta get back to our part that uh that Marquine Baylor may check out on. Mary's from the this is this is the Mary segment of this. Power, book two, and for life recaps. Mary, what do you want to talk about first this week? Power or for life? We can start with for life All because right. that was less salacious. Definitely. Um definitely. I mean I did not see it coming when that he left his wife. <laughs> Let's start with that. It's like, yo, he'd rather sleep in his office than stay. <laughs> stay. I mean, I don't know. I get it. I mean, I think you probably understand that more, being a man with pride and all that. Mm-hmm. Like, it was like, yo, I thought he forgave and forgot and got over the whole thing. And then all of a sudden, randomly one day woke up and was like, hmm. I just realized that she, you know, moved on with my best friend <laughs> while I was gone. He was in prison, know. right? Yes. Yeah, so, you know. I mean, but I can, she still I, held him down. True. And he was like he had a very long sentence. But I can I can see in a world where it's like between everything that's going on to get him out and everything he's been dealing with since he got out, that as stuff starts calming back down to be like, "You know what? Bitch, fuck you." Like I can, yeah. I can see where the heck, where see that goes. Like I got a dad joke. I got a dad joke. Go ahead. So Mary said, you know, he was in, he was locked up, but she was still holding him down. I just hate you right now. Apparently, apparently she was getting held down too. (laughs) (laughs) Dad joke. Dad joke alert. Yes. I can't. Oh, man. Beat it to my mattress, uh, but yeah, uh, yeah but no, I mean, I, don't I, know. I can see that I, I can, in considering just the, how how tumultuous their life has been, I can totally see him waking up and just brushing his teeth and being like, "Wait a second, wait a second, wait, 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 wait." So you've been having sex with my best friend the whole time I've been locked up, like. Mm, was he using be, my toothbrush? That's gotta be painful, <laughs> was he, right? Was there. he standing right here when he brushed his teeth? Oh no, I got. Well, get he kind of was like that, yeah. actually. Remember? And yeah. then he like didn't want to sleep in the bed. It was like a whole. I don't know. 
But anyway, I thought that the whole joint with the hospital being, you know, not providing as good care or whatever to black people, like, I thought that was a cute little play on real life, you know, happenings. And I mean, it's been dope to kind of see him take on different kind of cases. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of disappointed he still didn't get his homeboy out. <laughs> like, that whole case kind of took a backseat. Yeah, I mean... And we we talked about this every week since he's gotten out. Like now that it's going more procedural, it's just you're gonna get more stuff like that. It's gonna have that law and order, law and order vibe where you it, it's a case from earlier in the season that comes in halfway through the season and it plays into a new like you're gonna get that type of stuff. The thing with his boy, it's gonna be off for a couple of episodes and come back. And I don't know, man. It's I still I think like boy's gonna get got. You, oh, you think he's gonna get got? Yeah. I just always get this tragic vibe around him for that some reason. Sense. That makes sense. Right? I don't, I don't know. The show's really still really good, still well written. Um it's just it's just I, I don't know. I think guess I'm still adjusting to him be, like I feel like I'm adjusting as he's adjusting to being out, which may maybe a testament to how good the writing is again, but it's just something seems off about it. Well, okay, can we talk about the preview for next week? Yeah, sure. It looks like he's going back in. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Let's see what happens. <laughs> he's going back in. He's going back in. What do you do? Steal some candy? No. Basically, he's he. You know, he has um, limitations around who he can represent, at, or like being around criminals as part of his parole or whatever it is, probation. Conditional. So yeah. So yeah. So his and basically, you see him in the courtroom, and his PO or parole officer um, is there and arrests him. Mm. That was the preview. Mm. So, so he was kicking it around the wrong people. Seems that way for his job, though. Mm. But you know, we'll see. We'll see. The law be trying to hold us down. <laughs> That's for I sure. I got pulled over mm. today, by the way. You so got pull- I'm extra what? charged up about that. What the yeah. hell? Oh, you know? Was you speeding? No, I was accidentally in a bus lane. But then I got out of it, and they saw me. <laughs> they didn't come for me until I was out of it. And it's like, well, clearly you saw <laughs> they, wanted, they wanted to see how far you was going to go in that bus lane. It wasn't that far. Anyway, moving on. Can't you see she's traumatized it? by it? Bailey, leave yeah. her alone. NWA has a song for them, but carry on. <laughs> well, uh, let's get into power. Uh this show just keeps getting better and better. Let's get with the shits. Tyreek is my favorite. Listen. Bobby Brown has to die. I'm just about to say oh, the same thing. It's wow. reached it's reached that point. Bobby Brown has to go. Yeah. He's the only killer. Well, maybe this is what's gonna make Rika killer. He's already a killer, though. He just doesn't I, want oh, them yeah. to know he's a killer. You're not, you're not gonna tell me. You're not gonna tell me Monet is gonna hire him to take out her own son. I don't think so, but I think he's gonna have to take him out one way or the other. Mm, that's gonna that's gonna cause a little rift between the family. That might be what ends up. There's already a rift in the family. I think there's what they're showing is the start of that. Uh, I don't know about that one, man. I, I mean, can see him die. I can see him dying, but not but not by the hands of his own family, though. He he got the he got the wrong name. I'll tell you that much. Well, <laughs> his own father got him fucked up in jail. Exactly. But I, I mean, mean, I don't even necessarily think it's going to be the family hiring Tariq to kill him. I more so think it's going to be Tariq doing Tariq and saying, oh, he needs to go. 
they're not going to be able because they're family. They're not going to be able to see he needs to go. So I'm just going to take him out. Yeah. Or Tariq's going to have Brayden do it. And that's how he's going to become his Tommy. Which they're playing. It's you. I hate seeing them play the same mistakes, right? Because Tommy and Ghost's relationship went left just because Ghost didn't tell Tommy the fucking truth. Tariq yeah. is doing the same shit. Huh? But at the same time, but at the same time, what what Ghost did with Tommy was dead wrong. I can mm-hmm. I can get that. But that might be that the, the truth might come out in that series that we don't know about. So with Tyreek and, and, and B made it was that thing where he don't know if he could trust him. That's one thing Ghost did teach him that you gotta be careful who you let in the game. Well, he's so already he in the game, though. That's the thing. It's not about letting him in the game. He's in he the game. But he didn't want him to. That's the that was the why they were arguing in the first True, place. True, but the moment the moment that Bobby Brown took him in the hood, he's in the game. And my thing is, is you're still not. It's not like he's really letting him in on that much more to just say, "Hey, her fucking uncle was a DEA agent that was after my dad." That's all you got. That's all you have to say. He doesn't have to say he, he killed his know, own father. He doesn't know that yet. Yeah, no, but the thing is, who doesn't know Cass, that? Cass kept coming up to the school. Reek, he bro- doesn't know. He Sorry. does know. He found he out this that. episode. No, yeah, he does know. He yeah. found out this when episode. He, when he's waiting in the back of the court, and she was like, my uncle, I mean, my lawyer's coming in. And oh, then, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, too many, it was too many things that, that forced... Braden to be involved, which was one, his brother. I was gonna say, but what about the brother? The brother, I really think, is gonna turn into a problem. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, he, I mean, he, he probably, he probably don't right die now after that little joyride through Queens or the Bronx or wherever the hell they were. <laughs> so. Yeah, I think I think he gonna be a whistleblower, and I think he gonna end up being. I think Kane gonna end up killing him or something like that. It's about and looking at the previews, we that death. That we those deaths that we talk about are coming eventually. Looks like they're about to start coming. Well, well, let's not forget they 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 kill to connect. So True, it, True. it's about to be a war. Yeah. So I just have two things I want to say. Okay. Yeah, I really call this character Bobby Brown. Yeah, <laughs> that's one. He, that's how they, he played the shit out of Bobby. I Bro. know that, but Don Power he doesn't even exist. It's just Bobby it's Bobby Brown. Brown. Yeah, I don't. I, at, at least, you know, real talk. What is his at character's at name on the names. show? I don't even know. It's what is his name on power? It's Kane. It's Kane? Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. Bobby Brown. And Kane with a C. Okay. Yeah, but, it's, need... but he's Bobby Brown. <laughs> but he's Bobby Brown. He's Bobby Brown. And then that's the what, siblings that's are why, that's, why I said, that's why I said he got a cold name uh, if his family do kill him. If y'all go the biblical route. <laughs> <laughs> well, then who's Abel? His gay brother? It might be. Huh? Might be. Huh? Ooh. <laughs> Are we getting deep here? Yeah. But yeah, how useless how useless is the brother and the sister? Because it's like, yo, both of them just fuck everything up that they are assigned. <laughs> and cuz they don't cuz they don't like the Well, cuz bo- no, bo- cuz both of them got nothing but dick on the mind. They both do. From a from a third string player. No, that's the whole part about it. No, but I, th- I think the sister is important. <laughs> I think the sister is important because uh, she does like she loved her brother and she fallen in love with Tyree. Um, and I think I think he's not trying to touch that. That nigga just he got that boy got it. Like I ain't gonna say he got issues, but 
he is getting all these girls with no effort at all. Like, <laughs> oh my God, it's so bad. Well, I don't know. The other girl dumped her man now, so I think something's about to pop off with them two for real, for real. It's too much emotions going around, and that yeah. nigga don't like. He don't like to tell that nigga Tyree can keep. He he, he does his best at keeping secrets. I will say that. Yeah, because but... I, I thought I, I thought it was irrelevant for him to the 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 episode prior to that when he was trying to hide a uh, Raiden's girlfriend. I thought that was pretty like I didn't really understand that. Like just, I mean, I I understand it kind of looked bad because she's in there, but I wouldn't lie about it. I'd be like, look, the home the homeboy girlfriend over here and shit like that. And at that point, he kind of suspected something about her, so I don't know why he had to lie about that. Or did, I ain't gonna say lie, but didn't really tell her the truth. Well, maybe he didn't want Monet's daughter to put a correlation to Sax's niece if. You know what I mean? That's, if and when the pieces all came together, who she really was. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I can see that. I don't know, but I feel like this whole little triangle is getting wild. Oh, yeah. The, somebody's about to hit the floor. Well, that, yeah. And then we got the fucking teachers back. Their whack-ass storyline. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and they just, and they just, as soon as I've seen the title of the episode, I'm like, Man, I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm tired of seeing these niggas have these dry ass sex scenes. Well, that and and the fact that the teachers are the the teachers are the most immature characters on the fucking show with a bunch of kids. Like this hey, shit doesn't make this I, dude straight sabotaged the women. project. Showed up at her door like, "Hey, you want me to come in?" When she says, "No," what do you mean? It, like looked at like the motherfucker's whining. Like you a grown ass six foot something man whining. Hey, He's doing the key sweat. He was. Oh, I was just about to say that he was on his key sweat. That nigga peeked his jealous ass head through her door, seen Sports Center, and some kind of. And that nigga lost it. That nigga lost it. That nigga said. That nigga said, "Oh, so you watching sports now?" Like, the sad part is that's exactly what happened. <laughs> if you don't oh, get your weird ass out of here, talking about yeah, I went by this old spot where you nigga stop. That's stalking. Even if you know me. That's stalking. Like, you can't be that jealous. But he said, this is what we do. We fight. We argue. I come back. We make up. Like, fuck you. Can can this motherfucker get shot? What can we do to get this motherfucker shot? Please. Well, if he keeps on denying Tariq, maybe he'll get him, too, when he goes on his spree and gets <laughs> Bobby Brown. <laughs> Wait, I can't. But you know what? Keep him alive. So he can find out that it's actually Zeke knocking them draws. Down. I was gonna say, or maybe Zeke might end up get taking him out. They might get into a, a, a I don't know, a passionate duel over the teacher. A I, duel? I, 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 did you I, I, say I, I, a duel? You did say a duel though. <laughs> hey, and the first thing that popped in my head was like, why are they gonna wear gloves? <laughs> Who say? <laughs> so, so Zeke, so Zeke and Atisha got to put on gloves and then do five paces and turn around and slap each other? This is what we doing? <laughs> hey, if Power do that, I'm turning that shit off. Oh my don't call God. me Don't call me to the season finale. <laughs> if niggas are slapping each other, I'm not. No. <laughs> if I see Zeke slap that nigga with a glove, I'm turning that shit oh, off. Man. Oh, God, that is hilarious. 
Oh, man, last... not, not nothing, though. The girl teacher should know better. Like, how she's getting herself all caught up with Zeke is nuts. Yeah. Like, she's making, her, she making herself look real bad. Like, you, for can't real, be that, you can't be that horny. I expect that out of the male teacher. And he's stupid, not... too. Like, dumb, yeah. stupid. Like, <laughs> she's so intellectual, and she's here, like, having this dumb as rocks conversation with him. It's like, anyway. <laughs> Yeah, Oof, yeah. Man. But last but thing I, I think I predict that yes, somebody's getting got next week. Yeah, let the bodies yeah. hit the floor. I, I think we're gonna get a few deaths uh, between here and now. What do you guys think uh, about lastly just the plot that uh, Method Man and Sax have to get Tariq? Do you think ultimately <laughs> what where is that gonna go? That nigga Method Man might turn into Method Man eventually. <laughs> oh, he's every episode the he way the way that he rolled into Sax's office. The, yes, th- that was Method Man all the way. That was <laughs> this nigga showing up with no appointments, no nothing. He's like, yo, look, look, son, look, son, you not answering my calls, you not nothing, son. Right here, this is my nigga Ghostface. All right, so this is what we gonna do. <laughs> But for real though, I just had that very thought when he walked through that door and was like, "You're a motherfucker." I was yeah. just like, "It's meth." It's meth. <laughs> the bees was buzzing in that motherfucker. For real. <laughs> but I do think that's gonna be the season finale. In all seriousness, Tariq's gonna I get think that Tariq's gonna end up going to jail, and it's all gonna, and then Tasha's gonna come out, and then it's gonna shift to her. I mean, but okay, are they are they doing it too much to the original power then? Because remember, Ghost went to jail. At, at, well, that was in the season two, though I believe Ghost went to jail. Yeah. So are they playing it like because re- when you really look at it, yeah, it's different. It's set in the school, but this is this is paralleling power the original series a little bit too much for me. Uh, and uh-huh. I can see you remember the end of the first season in Power. That's when Ghost went on that killing spree. He killed like four people in the span of like. Oh, Ten minutes. This nigga was racking up all exactly kind of headshots. Yeah. yeah. So do we? And it feels like that's the what they're building towards this at the end of this season. Like, and I, it, as good as this this season has been, as much as they've done to, to improve Tariq as a character, I don't want to just see Ghost Junior. I want to see shades of Ghost because he is his son. But I don't. I don't want to see Ghost story told all over again. I've seen it already. Okay, well, so I, I think so, the no, difference cool. between you wanna you wanna go. Sorry. No, you got I, I think the the difference between the two of them though is that Tariq has the book education that Ghost didn't have. Mm. Okay. You know what I mean? Like think about it. He's prep school educated. He churns out the, these papers for all these dudes. Like so I'd like to see that come into play a little bit more. Like in terms <laughs> this of nigga, him this nigga is a, a criminal man. writing essays. No, for real though. <laughs> Like, I do this all day, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I do think that is a key difference between the two of them, and that was part of what Ghost set him up for. Like, oh. Ghost invested in that education and reminded him of it in that last season. Yeah. So, I don't know. But, yes, there's lots of parallels. And, I mean, I sent you guys that meme where it really did show the whole setup. And, it's I mean, if that meme is accurate, then Monet's daughter becomes Tasha, and... The other chick whose name is escaping me, but his classmate that just broke up with her dude becomes Angela. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Her yeah, boyfriend yeah, yeah. needs to get shot, too. Yeah. That is, that I actually think he's going to get shot. He's going to continue to fuck with I want him, him and the male teacher got to be related. 
Because they both won. What's that nigga's name? Is his name Malcolm? Yeah. I wanted you to see what you're becoming. Bitch, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, that's exactly how he said it. Hey, hey, let me tell you something. When he said that, I said, beat this nigga up. I don't care who it is. Whoever's in the hallway, come beat this nigga up and take his phone. If If you walk in, if you walk in and you see your woman straddling another man and your first instinct is to pull out your phone and say, I wanted you to see what you become. Like, well, what the fuck? Hey, I ain't gonna, look, I can't get my sources away, but somebody told me he took those pictures in a portrait frame. <laughs> Real talk. Everything was in portrait. So, yeah, he got to get beat light. up. Yeah, he, he got to. <laughs> I was like, man, you might as well went home and went to go get a real camera, my nigga. Oh, man. All right, so this is my question, though. Where does this end up at? Because I keep thinking about the rest of the series that needs to drop. Mm-hmm. And apparently one of them, you can set one of them to the side because they're going back. But as far as Tommy's and, and Tate's, they're attached to this somehow. They don't have you to be. believe it. They don't have to be. I, not I yet. So because I, Not yet, but eventually because they're still bringing up Tommy's name. Uh-huh. Tate is still alive. Yeah. So I, mean, I think... Again, Tommy's coming in in the season finale, and Tommy is going to try to help get Tariq out. You know he always loved Tariq. Mm-hmm. They were still very but loyal to each other till he's, the end. He, but Tommy's the only one who saw, other than Tasha, that knows Tariq killed Ghost. So does he still look out for Tariq that way? I think he does. Okay. Loyalty. Remember, But remember, he was about to shoot Tariq. Ghost is the one who told him not to. He pulled yeah, out the gun. He true. was about to shoot Tariq. He said, don't. Yeah, I still I think that. that he's going to come back and look out for Tariq. And okay. also, you know, Tasha, too. They had a pretty strong alliance. Yeah, yeah 50 going to figure this shit out. He might be mad at Tasha for killing uh, Lakeisha. <laughs> true, true. I, I don't know. Tommy may come back and raise some hell now I'm thinking about it. I, but mean, I, I, think... I, I just don't think they're going to go immediately into Tommy needs to be involved in the storylines on this show because he has his own show. I think the first seasons of all these shows may have like an episode where they overlap, but not like huge storyline hooks. What do you go ahead, Mary? But what if that turns into a federal case, though? I think it was an Easter egg, kind of like Marvel does when when Tasha tried to say it was Tommy that killed Ghost. Right in the beginning of this season, I think that was an Easter egg. Yeah, but I think and so Tom what. Uh, Tasha doesn't know Tommy knows that Tariq killed Ghost, so her bringing up his name could ultimately be a huge detriment. Does Tariq even know that Tommy saw him? I don't know. Because don't... remember, the vantage point was true. You he didn't he... see what Tommy saw yeah. either. Well, yeah. well, who is he pointing the gun at? Well, no, then? no. We know Tommy saw Tariq. He pointed the gun right, and yeah. then Ghost was like, But, but if you remember correctly, the way that Tariq was looking over, Tariq couldn't even see all of Ghost's body, so he might have not seen Tommy. Yeah, yeah. So Tommy may be the wild card to this whole thing because no nobody knows that Tommy knows. But I wouldn't. You, I don't think it would be smart. I, the reason why he he came all the way to California is to get away. Is because is because his name is too hot in New York. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. They're doing a great job with this show. I can't wait to see more of the spinoffs. But one, I'm really excited. I'm most excited for the for the Tate one. Honestly, I'm. I'm I'm just really excited for that one. Really? Yeah, and I, Tate is like my least favorite character. It is, but I love Law and Order. And that's like what it. that's going to be. Yeah, but he better have some hell of a skeletons in his closet. Oh, of course he does. Hello, it's Tate. <laughs> uh, yeah, He's I think, grimy. Is Raising Kane in the one we're getting next, though? 
Have they already announced this one we're getting next? Uh, I think it's Tommy's that comes next. Okay. I need that one. I need that yeah, that's one. one. So, well, I mean, Power Book 3 is Raising Canaan. So, if they're going to go in order, then Raising Canaan is oh. next. Because Book 4 is Tommy's, <laughs> is Tommy's series. So. Oh, okay. Was Raising Canaan the origin story? Yeah, that's the origin. That's the throw. Okay. All right. I'm hyped for that. So, that's the one I'm most looking forward to. Yeah. All right. I guess we'll see. Uh. That's it. Let's go ahead. We're going to get into our break. When we come back, we have more announcements for the nominees for the Culture Awards. We'll be right back after this. Being a mom is probably the most rewarding thing that I've ever done. I have my own company, but I'm a mom first. A younger mom, it's not an experience like any other. When you're young, you're growing with your kid. You're growing into that identity. Developing and creating a community of moms that are basically sharing information with one another so that we can be stronger moms. Perfect imperfection, beautiful chaos, doing the best you can every day, falling down nine times but getting up ten. As long as you are led by love, you kind of can't lose. Moms coming together to share information so that we can be great parents for our, our children. Us being the change we wanted to see in the world. Yum came into existence. All right, so we're back from break. Um, and this this week we are uh, doing some more announcements for the Culture Awards, the, break, the first annual Breaks Radio Awards show. Um, and so the first one that we have up, nominees, we got TV show of the year. We got Lovecraft Country. The Shy, Insecure, Power Book 2, and P-Valley. P what do you guys think about the nominees here? Uh, I mean, it's a I mixed bag like, in terms of content here. I feel like we're missing two shows. Which two but shows? I, I, I go with, I go, because are we, are we going by seasons, not just by shows overall? Yeah. Yeah, I think I think Ozark and uh, Snowfall had, uh Previous season was this year. No, nah, Snowfall's previous season ended in 2019, bro. Season three? Yeah. When? Unless, bro, because I mean, see, the new season is about to debut. So I don't know. I didn't, put, I purposely didn't put that one on here because I thought that most of that, that season uh, show aired in 2019. And Ozark too? I did miss Ozark, which was an amazing season. Ooh, I admittedly. And Watchmen. Oh, Watchmen. Okay. So audible because watch me. Like, maybe we should talk about this <laughs> right now. <laughs> like, well, hell, I sent this to you guys. Nobody responded, so I went like I give you guys time and space and opportunity. Dude, I was. Oh, now you're gonna put us on blast. That's. <laughs> I'm just saying. And Watchmen was actually oh. 2019 as well. The last episode of Watchmen aired December 15th, 2019. So. Oh wow. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, so okay. In, okay. All right. So we're doing from December to de from January to December. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think, but I, I, I think Ozark was this year though. Earlier this year, right? Taylor's <laughs> not letting go. It's, it's, I, just, it, I just want, I just want to make sure to be fair because Ozark Snowfall is two strong ass shows. So, to be, to be, oh, to be I was fair. right too. Snowfall, the last, the season finale of Snowfall aired September 2019. Damn. I must have I must have rewatched it this year. My bad. <laughs> Thank all right, you. I'm right with all you. right. So my my I, 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 my list is redeemed. God damn it. 
Continue. Carry on. <laughs> I apologize for the discrepancy. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. I'm checking Ozark now too, just so I can be thorough. Ozark was probably this. Ozark too. was this year. Ozark season three debuted in March of this year. Ah, I got it. You yeah, got right. one. You got one. Uh, so I'll, you know what? I'll add Ozark too. We'll we'll have six categories because Ozark is an amazing show as well. All right. So what do you guys think about the nominees? I like them. I like it. I like I liked it without Ozark. I just wanted to be fair though. Yeah, I feel it. I feel it. Ozark is because but now it's going to shift my <laughs> it's going to shift my vote now. Okay. I mean, well, we don't. Luckily, this is for Van vote, so I mean, it is what it is. What do you think? What do you want to win? What do you think's gonna win? I think P Valley gonna win. Okay. I think P Valley gonna take it. Okay. All right, Keys. Can I go back to um, Watchmen. No, no can't do no, that. No, we, no, okay, no, okay. It's out. Um, not insecure either, right? We can't do that either. Okay. Insecure's um, on the list. Insecure's there. Yeah, I'm insecure, insecure right there. now. I'm going insecure right now. It was, in, it was a really yeah. strong season of insecure. A really right. strong season. Is Lovecraft, Lovecraft Country started off, but it ended, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. but I, I'll go. I'll go with Insecure on this one. Mary, I'm gonna go with Insecure too. No powers, close there. See, and that's just, I, you know what? I didn't see it, so yeah. Uh, yeah. And the and the shy and the shy was my show, but it's, the shy got so much backlash this season. This was this was I I enjoyed so I I watched this season of the shy twice because the first time it was just so jarring that so many of the characters we love were just gone from this show that it that I, I didn't enjoy it initially because I was getting to know the new characters but going back and watching it the second time the writing is still just as good as what it's what it's always been always the shy is a great written show it is it is I just think those others and I mean. For the same reason, I can't be a hypocrite because I'm like, well, as far as power, that would be recency bias, but P-Valley would be in the same category as that. Yeah. But P-Valley took off, though. That shit took off quick. So, I mean, I would have to go. I love Insecure, too. And the way it ended was phenomenal. Uh, it would come down to those two for me, P-Valley and Insecure. All right, cool. cool. I love the shy, but I did understand... Like some of the backlash that they have for the shy is like they it, to me they got, I mean, but it's the same thing with Black Panther though. They had to lose, they had to lose one of the characters, one of the key characters, and then the other the other character I didn't see why they killed him off. I mean, I knew we found we we knew about the behind the scenes stuff what he didn't want to do inside the show, but that was a strong character too though. So they killed off two strong characters. <clears throat> And I guess in such short notice. Yeah. And they had to do what they had to do. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, let's move on to movie of the year. Bad Boys for Life, The Banker, The Five Bloods. I put Blackest King on here and Charm City Kings. Charm City Kings, really? <laughs> I love that movie. It's it's the For the Culture Wars. There wasn't that many For the Culture movies this year, to be honest. So the ending, though. Should should Tenet not be there? Fuck no. Oh, shit. Okay. You didn't like it? No. I didn't. Okay. And, I, and Christopher Nolan is my fa- favorite, Spike Lee's favorite all time. Christopher Nolan is my favorite current director, and I hated that movie. Hated it. I have an, I can't, Baylor. I have an unpopular <laughs> opinion. Okay. I did not enjoy the Five Bloods. 
Me neither. And I love Chadwick. I mean, listen, that that ending scene where Chadwick was like angelic and, you know, that was the best thing about it. (laughs) But it was a tough movie to get through. Like, I only finished it because I felt we owed it to Chadwick. The Five Bloods, and I watched it before we knew Chadwick was gone, but the Five Bloods for me is tonally so all over the fucking place. Yes. But Which the, I must say, Spike Lee's joints kind of all are. <laughs> but I will say this. It's depiction of PTSD is is mm-hmm. real as hell. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So, okay. Mm-hmm. so okay. you over there trying to swing some boats. I'm gonna say this. He's trying to swing so, some boats. I have a friend who's in the military, right? Mm-hmm. So I've been going on back and forth with everybody on, you know, when when it comes to politics and everything. And something happened with Barack Obama, and he said, you know, fuck him. And the only reason I listen to him is because he's in the military, and that's 5%. They know more than than we do. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I'll listen to that perspective when it comes to the military. You know what I mean? Again, like you just said, there's certain things with PTSD that was addressed in the movie that we wouldn't relate to unless you've gone through it. So you tied a really good point in as far as what this movie is about. Even though the movie sucked, I get that. I can see how that could be relatable. So, but it would be movie of the year. It'd be open your eyes. This shit is real. That's how I look at it. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, I know it was a lot to give you, but you know. No, no, no. I feel it. I feel it. Uh, what's you guys' pick from this? Uh, what were they again? What <laughs> minus the other two? Black Panther. <laughs> Bad Boys for Life, The Banker, Blackest King. Blackest King is being considered a movie. Where else? Where else would you? I feel like it deserved recognition somewhere. This is like it was like a visual album. Okay, you know uh, which I would vote for it for a visual album of the year. Right over our shit and told like, yo, we should change this. And that was our fault. So, you know what? Okay, this is it's what like, we'll do. It's like picking a male artist of the year. We'll come back. <laughs> we'll we'll let everyone re reread the list because because. My co-host, did just, they just okay. They stamped it. Their non, non-verbal commitment was a stamp Dude, of approval. We, we, were, we were worried for our friend who was in a car accident. Bro, I sent, this, I sent this a week right. before the accident. That was it. We were very concerned about you. I so sent we this really a week before you. the accident. I'm not oh, trying to hear man. none of this shit. Are you okay? Do you have amnesia or anything? Like, Do you need us? The concussion? Not the Asian bitches okay. have been taking well, care I, of me. I'm I, good. No, I had a reason because I didn't want to attach my name to your name. <laughs> I was trying to wait till they die down in the streets. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right. So we'll take. We'll come back. We'll take some time to to reevaluate the the TV and film list because my motherfuckers <laughs> didn't do their homework. <laughs> <laughs> At least we your motherfuckers. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I love y'all. We family. This is what we do. So we'll come back. We'll reevaluate. <laughs> we'll re- we'll reannounce it. So be on the lookout. I'll put up for vote the music segment, which I didn't do last week because of the car accident. So that it kind of all works out. Okay. Um, okay. It kind of all yeah. works out. Because of the car accident. That's the name of this episode. Because, because of the car. Because of the car yeah. accident. I was gonna name it the duel, but you know what? We'll okay. <laughs> oh, 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 that? Yo, he said, "Did you just call it a duel?" <laughs> oh man, I fucking love doing this show. If anything. 
that makes me want to watch Power. <laughs> <laughs> and trust me, when you see that T-shirt, when you you would want to slap his ass. Too. <laughs> I challenge you to a duel. <laughs> All right, that's it. Go ahead, and give me your social media. Let's get the hell up out of here, people. Woo, Mary, you know you go first. I'm at Miss Mary Almonte on all social platforms and at Young Urban Moms. Um, and I do want to just give a special shout out to Janae Iko because she dropped two very dope, um, or she was a part of rather two very dope visuals um, in the past week or two. One was Ten Thousand Hours with Nas, which is on repeat for me, mm-hmm. and then the other is uh, Body Language by Big Sean, which they basically reenacted like every dope '90s movie. It was like Poetic Justice, Love Jones, um, Waiting to Exhale. It was just dope. Um, mm-hmm. So those are like two dope videos that y'all should all check out. Nice. You said dope visual. Like Janae Aiko is a dope visual herself. She could just stand there. Yeah, and, I agree. So, uh, <laughs> and she's so talented. So yes, she's one of my faves. Definitely, definitely. Baylor. At Baylor the Great on all social media platforms. BTG for president. Oklahoma with BTG. Part of the Red Science Network. Uh, and shout out, shout out to Scooby Doo and Velma. <laughs> <laughs> Especially her. Hey, don't act like that. Bro, if you got Asians locked up, you can't say anything negative about Velma. <laughs> All right. Wait, wait, you talking about you talking about the actress who played her in the movies? No, I'm talking about the character in general. I mean we the cartoon. I know I know a couple of I know a couple of people that played her <laughs> that did a good job. All right, let's move it along. Let's move it along. <laughs> Give me your social media. You want me to follow that shit? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Hey, this is what we gotta do. Cause it's bad boys for life. I just cannot. You can follow me on AsianPersuasion.com. I had that tape. I had that VHS. Oh man. I didn't know there was they they putting cases on all you motherfuckers. Yeah, it's not being the only girl in this in this crew. Oh, <laughs> Zero man. ain't got nothing on me. Listen, I I want to mark that I have been pretty decent this episode. It's these two bastards. That have been... Oh, I already told you how I'm going down in court. Y'all know what Nino Brown did at the end of New York <sighs> City. That's exactly yeah. how I'm going out. I'm a silent G. So yeah. Anyway. <laughs> uh yeah. Keezus on IG. Uh, Grand Band Twitter. Fuck it. Don't follow me. Trust me. It'll be a bad thing for you. I don't even know what Grand Band is. So like, I have no idea. Another story. Okay. You know what Grand? You know what Grand Crackers is? Shout out to Lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. This is just man. getting crazy. Oh my God. <laughs> you can follow me at CEO Hayes, at CEO H-A-I-Z-E. You can follow the podcast at The Breaks Radio. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, thebreaksradio.gmail.com. And if you happen to look for us between now and next week's episode and you don't find us because I'm telling on Baylor, I'm telling niggas, I'm telling. <laughs> we out this bitch. We're the number one podcast for the culture. And we out. Peace. Shout out to Batman and his white privilege. <laughs> Oh my god. The ones that hate me the most look just like me. 
you tell me what that means Make a slick comment and see what that brings I seen it go down, we can reenact things Extreme like DMXing These boys pussy and they PMSing People in the city see the movement occurring And say, my God, I wanna be in that scene Damn right you wanna be in this scene She had the video trying to be in this scene Used to fantasize about being this scene Bluegrass girl, but she got big dreams Can't touch me, I got instincts Locked in the house, but I'm plotting things I brought a gang to the party with me Five white boys, but they not in sync Fuck what y'all think Fuck everything that you say about me My dogs like to play Madden in 2K But one thing they don't do is play about me My homeboy Tyler, he playing South Beach He told me this summer he gon' fix my jumper I told Boy Wonder that we might got a thumper I've been trying to pop, now I'm on like Shumper Now they on my bumper Green room chock full of all my comforts Hotel room like heaven on earth Got angels in my bed with some all white covers Ace Pro, Nemo, Lucy and Kiso Slew, Clay, Tufo And I got a few more I call my brothers I got a lot